We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Welcome into the Wednesday edition of the Pack a Day podcast. I'm C. Perch, joined as always by Sarah Kelleher, Dusty Evely. Guys, the Packers won a game. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, beat the Chargers this week, so before. Now, now listen, before we dive into the game, how are you guys doing? Sarah, how you doing? I'm good. I'm great. I am excited for the holiday, you know, less days to be working, going to go spend some time with family. So I know everyone's listening to this on Thanksgiving Eve, if you want to mm-hmm. call it that. Um, but it should be a great weekend. Uh, lots of football, both college and NFL and uh, I'm hyped for it, and I took a couple extra days off so I could spend more time with family that's in town, and I- I'm really excited. This is, you know, the best time of the year. I love the holiday season, and, um, you know, I saw a tweet the other day that said, happy, uh, we'll circle back after the holidays season to all who <laughs> observe, and that's pretty much where I'm at right now, and it feels good. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I thought the offense looked pretty good overall. Yeah. <laughs> really? Really? See, Dusty, God. I was going to do it. Stop. And when he said it, I saw your smirk. And I'm like, oh, Dusty's got this. I can answer honestly and let him let him take it home. Uh, all yeah, I no. want to do is do like slide whistles left and right right now. <laughs> Dude, the, the Buster Bluth were just beeps for like 30 seconds straight as he's just yes. saying who knows yes, what. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah, no, I'm doing good. Same as Sarah. You know, excited. Uh, kids are off school as of uh, – today and then for the rest of the week and so i don't know that we have anything planned it's starting to get a little cool here and everything but we've got uh two thanksgivings i've got one with my mother-in-law and some friends today and then i actually don't have anything on thanksgiving itself and then on friday we got the big one with my family so i will be good and sick by saturday um i'm good good and looking forward to all the food and pie and wonderful days ahead in this kind of long weekend here nice um, I'm glad that nobody asked how I was doing, but you know, that's, that's, we assume, for, I always assume it's like, the course, you ask yourself, the, the question also is yours. You're asking mm-hmm. yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Sounds What'd you think right. of the game, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yep. That's it. That's it. Fine, fine, fine. Um, no, I, it was a good, it was good. Like I, I liked the game. Like it, uh, Dusty and I had a good conversation before Sarah jumped on about the game of, look, this is when you have a rebuilding team, you want them to win some games like this. This is a learning factor for them, which is great. This has to happen. Now, do I want it to happen for their draft stock? No, I don't. But I know a whole crap ton of people will complain about that, but I really don't. I really don't. Um, and especially when you look at all of the, like, mitigating factors of this game 
I mean, the Keenan Allen drops, the uh, Quentin Johnson drop, like the fumble from Eckler at the three-yard line. Like, this is a game the Packers should not have won. However, you look at it as the fact of they should not have won this game, but they took advantage of a team that was not playing well, and they did the things that they needed to to win. Like, they got lucky on a lot of stuff, a lot of drop passes, uh, the fumbles, like, those things happened. But they took advantage of it, and they figured out a way to win. That's great. Like, to me, that's that's a huge win. That's a huge success. That's something that this team can build on in the future. Um, so, uh, it wasn't a great game for the Packers overall. There was a, still... The mental mistakes, there were still drop passes. There were still a lot of things. But Jordan Love looked good. That was great. Uh, Some of the wide receivers showed up. That was great. The defense, meh, I don't know. (laughs) Don't really know. Um, But overall, when you put in all these factors from this game and they come out with a victory, like that was a great thing for this young rebuilding team. That's kind of what I took away from it. Let me ask you, Steve, as far as like the draft pick stuff, I know what my answer is. I'm curious what your answer is on this as well. You already mentioned how like the draft pick stuff is like they need to learn how to win based on where they are. I assume that means you feel way differently about this win as opposed to say like the overtime win against the Jets just based on where these two teams are. Because that team was like somewhat established having a down year, right? That was like Rodgers to Adams to win that. So that yep. one is still like they should have lost that. Whereas this one with I, the building I team. Hated that. Like that. I hated that one. Mike. Right. Well, yeah, but you feel yeah. differently about this one just because of like where the team is basically. Correct. Saying. Correct. Okay. Like okay. this one, it's you know they're gonna win. They're gonna luck their way into a few wins here. It's gonna happen, especially with their schedule that the the way that it is, and so it's gonna happen. Like I know they're not gonna get a top, you know, three pick. They're not. That's not what's gonna happen. They have a soft last five games of the schedule, so like they're gonna win some more games, and it's gonna happen. And I'm okay with that. Like, this is a super young team that needs to, like I said, needs to figure out some ways to win. Like, they need to experience that. And so these kids getting that experience, I'm okay. Like, that makes sense to me. I'm not mad. But like you said, like that that one last year for the Jets game, that, that was just stupid. That was just stupid. <laughs> there was there, nothing good came out there. Like, oh, we're going to make the playoffs. Like, no. What what about you, Dusty? What do you think about the game? Yeah, a lot of the same. I mean, on the, the the we'll get to it. The Musgrave news really really stinks because I think what what he showed and some of the stuff they were dialing up for him and the way they were using him was was really cool. And I was really excited to see like how much more they're going to lean into him going forward. But I thought uh, I thought Florida did a great job getting guys in good position, playing off of stuff. I mean, they used Reed. They've been really leaning into Reed, and some of the stuff they did with him was great, and then some of the stuff they based off of some of Reed's movement was really cool as well. Uh, So, yeah, overall, I thought it was good. You know, Love missed a couple. Again, he missed the deep one to underthrew into Dobbs, missed one deep to Watson, all that. That may have been a break thing. I'm not entirely sure. But he had some, like, he had that that Musgrave first down. They had the perfect place. Don't forget the, the miss to Musgrave. He, the Mr. Musgrave was real bad. That one yeah. was like that was that was beautifully drawn up. That was based on something they ran earlier in the day too. Uh, that was like they knew what they were getting. That was dialed up perfectly. They had it. Everything broke their way, and he just missed it. That one really really sucks. But for the most part, I thought when it, when operating kind of uh, middle or or kind of intermediate and short, I think it looked good. Decisive was getting the ball out. The I think his blitz numbers, I, he was completing like it was like 85% of his passes against the blitz, just absolutely shredding. So there's still things to work on. But yeah, I thought he looked good. I thought the line looked good too. Um, Dylan, once again, like just just keeps getting a little better every week uh, in terms of what he's kind of what he's bringing to the run game there as well. Obviously, losing Jones like, stinks. But yeah, I thought the <laughs> the de- the numbers on the defense look uh, look better than they should based on all the stuff you mentioned, Steve. But I thought the offense looked, I don't know about really good, they're getting more consistent and they're getting better. And those young guys are looking better every week, I think, uh, especially guys like Jaden Reed. Wicks had some really nice plays in this one as well. So that's good to see. That's what you want to see is like a little bit of growth every week, a little more consistency every week. And I think we saw that. The fact they came again in a win was really, really cool. But just seeing the offense being able to operate like the offense is supposed to operate uh, is is very, very nice. So it was, it, was, it, was a, it was a good watch and a good rewatch on that front. Uh, I mean, everything that you both already said, I, I think it, you know, we talked about it last week that this was a game 
the Packers could potentially win. You know, the Chargers are very inconsistent and so are the Packers. And you have a young team that's sort of trying to figure it out. Some weeks they figure it out and they look great and they're able to make plays and, and do some good things on both sides of the ball. And and that's what we saw on Sunday. And it was just nice to see the Packers get a win. Um, you know, there were moments like both of you said that you cringed a little and just went, God, could they just not for once? But then they, they pulled it together. I mean, love best game of the season so far for him. You know, he was making some absolutely wonderful throws, you know, moving, you know, on, you know, one way, throwing the other. It was it was pretty awesome to see. So uh, this was a game, you know, similar to some of the ones that we saw early in earlier in the season where you're like, OK, this team in the future, they could be something if they really start to figure this out and are consistent and can stay healthy because that was another big bummer from this game. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh that was a tough blow. Uh so let's kind of get into that while uh before we get into the next game versus the Lions, but number 1 Luke Musgrave. So it was reported that he actually went to the hospital after the game. Like so we don't know officially unless you guys have seen anything else like within the last like 10 15 minutes. Like we don't know what it was, but it was a it was lacerated kidney, lacerated wasn't it? Lacerated kidney. Oh, it, yeah. it actually okay. Yeah, so no, it, it sounds yeah. it sounds nasty. Holy yeah. cow. Okay. Apparently he uh, got tackled and landed on a ball at some point in the game, lacerated his kidney and then stayed in the game. Yeah, Bill Huber after. had that it was yeah. a lacerated kidney just like a an hour ago or so. Okay. Lacerated. Okay. So I mean, a just a tough, tough dude for doing that. Um, but yeah, that so not going to like most likely not going to be there for Thursday night football. Like really (laughs) shocking, shocking things. But um, so that happened, the Aaron Jones injury happened, but uh, came out as well that he wasn't going on the IR is a sprained MCL. Correct. So not on the IR and he is week to week. So will not be playing on Thursday as well. However, everybody feared the worst when you saw that happen. Oh Yeah. Oof. great to hear that he's okay and that's that that's not hopefully won't be a lingering thing but um guys like th- the injury report is insanity it's i don't know as I, I don't even know how to describe it at this point like it's just like 1200 pages and but what we're going to do just you guys I want you guys to kind of talk about like two of the things that pop out from the injury report, because there's like 700 things on the injury report. So Sarah, I'll start with you. Yeah, this is, I mean, it's a CVS receipt. It's not good. Um, And then you look at the lions and there's like four names. (laughs) And that just made it uh, even worse. But you know, where I'm concerned is you, know, you just talked about Aaron Jones, sprained MCL, obviously not going to play Thursday. And then I look at the injury report and I see A.J. Dillon and Emmanuel Wilson are listed on this injury report. A.J. Dillon uh, with a groin and they estimated he would have been a limited participant. And then uh, Emmanuel Wilson with a shoulder and they would have estimated that he did not participate at all. And both of them, you know, especially A.J. Dillon played great. Um, and you know, Emmanuel Wilson had a a couple flashes before he went down. And so this is Uh a huge bummer and it's what's going to happen with the run game are, is everyone beat up? We know that they literally called Patrick Taylor in the middle of the game during halftime to make sure that he could sign to the 53 this (laughs) week, which is an insane story. Uh, but this is concerning, you know, that they, obviously have struggled in the air at times and they play the best when they're balanced. They've always have done this. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers Packers are this way. Jordan Love Packers are this way. And it's a concern, and especially with the, the Lions. You know, we're going to get into key matchups and X factors here in a second. But, you know, they have a very, very, very good run defense. And it's concerning if the Packers don't have a run game to begin with. Uh, so those are the two that kind of stood out to me. Yeah, this gives you a pretty good view of where the teams are right now. Um, each each team has the same amount of uh, full participants listed on their injury report. Uh, full participation still on the injury report. The difference is they got they each, each team has three. The Lions have four total guys in their injury report. The Packers have seventeen. That's that's where we currently are right now. Uh, not looking good. Yeah, I, I mean the two big ones for me are the, the same position. We'll go we'll go wide receiver. It's Dontavian Wicks 
who had, um, I can't remember the exact stat. I think the first Packers wide receiver ever to have uh, three three separate gains of 20 plus yards in a game. Uh, just a huge game. He had the big one where he like got hit, spun around and took off running. He had awesome. th- drew a DPI on another one. Like Wicks finally, like all season has been like the, this guy just gets open, play him more. They start playing him more, gets a concussion at the end of the game. So he's, he's, he's going to be out. Uh, then the other guy was Jaden Reed, who has had two really good games back to back. They're drawing stuff up for him. He had obviously that end around touchdown. That was awesome. He had another end around, uh, they, like they were just drawing stuff up for him. He's been doing tremendous stuff. When Aaron Jones went out, their two back stuff was Jaden Reed in the backfield, and he was catching balls out of the backfield and influencing the defense of the backfield. He went. He got injured. I think that was a late addition today with a chest injury. But he has said he will play. So we don't know the severity of that. I think he was a limited participant today, but he will play. But that I mean that that stinks, man. That's that's two of your young up and coming. This season is about getting your young guys out there, right? Seeing what they can do, get them to grow. And you're finally getting Reed has been getting more snaps. Wicks has been getting more snaps. And now you're coming in off a short week to the lions, a divisional game. You're without Wicks and Reed. It looks like we'll play, but will likely be somewhat limited. Like that just, that stinks based on what these guys have shown and where this team currently is. Yep. Not great. Not great. Especially when you say there's 17 people. 17. It's <laughs> just insane. I was counting it up when Sarah was talking. I was like, yep, nope, there's 17 here. A quarter of your roster yeah, is you on can have fifty. You can have 53 men and 17 of them are on the injury report. <laughs> oh, hey. it's, it's crazy. But, um, yeah, I mean – Let's let's jump into it, guys. The Packers are playing the Lions on Thanksgiving. It's that's that's fun. This is this is exciting. Like that is that, it? <laughs> it's a valid question. I was excited. Like it's fun. Like that gives a little. Like normally to me, if it's Thanksgiving and there's three games on and none of them are the Packers, like it's fine. I'll watch them. But your team is playing on Thanksgiving. That's to me. That's fun. I know they're going to get boat raced. I know it's going to happen. I know it's not going to be pretty, but it's fun. Like this, like you're, the Packers are playing on Thanksgiving. This isn't the Lions. They don't like. They don't get it every single Thanksgiving. So this one, to me, I I think is fun. I'm sorry that you are a Debbie Downer, and you know I'm not a Debbie Downer. I'm you just you are you are no. Like, I, this is fun. Why do you not want? Well, here, my, okay, would I'll you say rather my, they play on Sunday against the Lions my, and get both? My race? thing on Thanksgiving. My thing on Thanksgiving, and this year is different because I said we're not. I don't have anything on Thanksgiving. I've got a Wednesday and I've got a Friday. But generally, I want to be able to watch the game and on Thanksgiving. Like I'm with family, we usually will do lunch and then we'll do we'll kind of hang out for a while afterwards. I don't get a chance to like sit and watch the game, whether it's the Packers or someone else, unless it's the night game. I'm watching it in passing. I want to be able to sit down and watch the Packers. So that's my thing about Packers on Thanksgiving. This year is different. I'm perfectly fine watching them on Thanksgiving. For the most part, I want to be able to sit and watch them, and I don't get a chance to do that on Thanksgiving. So that's 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 my thing about it. You just said you're going to be able to do that. This year I will be, but generally speaking, <laughs> so, like so what's the argument? You know, no, this year I'm this year I'm cool with it. I do okay. think they're going to get murdered. This year I'm cool with it, but most years <laughs> is like if they play on Thanksgiving is like okay, I'm going to catch 15 minutes total of that game. So that this was my argument was that. I'm going to miss parts of the game because, I mean, rightfully so. I should be spending time with my family. I'm going to be getting food ready in the kitchen. And I like to just sit and watch the game and yell at the TV and get mad because that's what that's what you do. But now I can't do that. So I'd rather than play later or even Black Friday so I can actually sit and just watch the game. But it's okay. I'll take it. I'm not upset. I am just would prefer it's on a different day. Let's talk about the Lions. Um, normally what we do is we break down the Packers offense versus whoever's defense are playing. Uh, with this being a Thursday game, we're actually going to talk key matchups and X factors. So basically whatever you're thinking, you kind of take this whatever you want. Um, Dusty, we're going to start with you and kind of break down. So, you know, go for an hour, however long you need to. But uh you know, that's what the people are listening for. I'm going to say Kenny Clark, uh, and I will say Kenny Clark because the Lions do have a good line. But we just mentioned – we mentioned the injury report and how the Lions have four guys in the injury report. Three of them are full participants. The only one that isn't, and it doesn't look like he's going to go this week, is left guard Jonah Jackson, who is very good. In his place is Colby Sorsdal, 
Do you know who Kobe Sorsdolo? I didn't. I had to look him up. I'm saying his last name incorrectly. Uh, granted, PFF is not the end-all be-all. I feel like I have to put that disclaimer everywhere. That being said, for the most part, what their grades, I typically like, they typically line up with about what I see. Like, more or less, they're a pretty good guide to use. Colby Sorsdolo's PFF grade this year, 44.6. That's below unplayable. His pass protection, 34.2. This is out of 100, where like 65 is average at this point. 51.6 against the run. These are these are run blocking. These are PFF grades. These are the matchups that now they've got. What I'll say is on either side of him, you've got Taylor Decker at right tackle. You've got Frank Ragnow at center. Both those guys are very good. They're likely going to be looking to give him help. They're going to be chipping where they can. They're going to be pinching in to kind of help with that. But this is the kind of matchup that Kenny Clark can absolutely dominate. And against a guy like Jared Goff, who, I mean, if you if you let him sit back there all day, he'll pick you apart. He can be very good. Get some pressure, specifically pressure up the middle. He starts making a little more mistakes. This is a matchup that if Kenny Clark can just go to town against old Colby Sorsdall over there, uh, this is a matchup we've seen him again and again win and just just absolutely destroy a man all game. That's what I'm looking for this game. Is is Kenny Clark going Kenny Clark on a rookie guard that really has no business playing, but the Lions don't really have another choice at this point. Um, I have uh, one real one and then one sort of real but it still works um so first one would just be packers run defense versus the lions uh you know second best in the league run game the gibbs montgomery combination has been absolutely lethal um it is at least you know i've i've been tracking a lot of this through fantasy football because someone in my league has both of them and has been playing both of them and destroying people. And it's insane. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. And so our, our league has been baffled by this. Um, and it's something definitely to monitor. Uh, they have been dominating games for the lions. And we know that uh, this is an area that the Packers have struggled. And what really concerns me is the yards after um, it, it, if, that they Packers cannot tackle. We know this. We've seen it. It's ugly. We all saw the Jonathan Owens attempt at tackling the past weekend, and it wasn't God, good. Forgot and about that. Gibbs and Montgomery are shifty, and they get a lot of yards after breaking tackles, and it's scary. And so I'm I'm just a little concerned about that and what could happen. It's certainly something I'll be looking for. Um, another matchup is just Packers versus Ford Field. Uh, Green Bay has only won one game on the road this year. Uh, they're one in four on the road, and their lone win is way back in week one against the Bears, which doesn't really mean much because the Bears stink. Uh, so <laughs> that's definitely a concern. You know, I think the odds are already against the Packers and Lions just on paper, and now you throw in the fact that they're on the road, not looking good. Uh, and I think the thing I'm looking right now is it's Aiden Hutchinson. That's like my X factor of, of watching him and figuring out exactly what he's going to do against whatever offensive lineman he's lined up against. Like Zach Tom's great. He did great against Bosa. Like we love to see in that. Is he going to be put over there? Is he going to be put on the left side? Is he going to be lining up in the middle? Like the dude is just a wrecking ball and just an amazing player. So that's one of, that's the biggest thing. Like he can be such a dominant force in this game and he can wreck so many things that the Packers are trying to do. So that's the biggest thing that I'm going to be watching is what are the Packers going to do with him? Are they going to chip? Are they going to add the, the tight end? You know, Tucker craft has been mentioned multiple times about how his, his blocking has, has been, so impressive now versus where he was in training camp. Are they going to be adding him to like to, to chip on him or, or what's going to happen? So it, that's the X factor matchup type of thing that I'm going to be looking for in this game. So should be really interesting to watch. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, to, much to Sarah's chagrin. I am very excited to watch the Packers on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Oh, God. Hence, Here we go. Check the eye roll. Check uh, you're, the eye you're roll. forgiven. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into some uh, Twitter questions that we had. Um, first one we've got 
Aaron Reynolds, how close do you think we are to Jaden Reed passing Aaron Jones as the most dynamic playmaker on the team? Food question, best cheese or combination thereof for making a grilled cheese? So, uh, Dusty, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on Jaden Reed? So I'm going to go with the grilled cheese first. Uh, I will say I'm going to go pepper jack. Now, if you want to go, if you want to go a couple different cheeses, go pepper jack and then Colby jack. You get a nice kind of good base, and then you get the pepper jack with there as well. You get some spice to it. If you really want to class this up, do bacon, maybe tomato in there yeah, as well. Just yeah, really bacon. go all out. I worked at a bookstore for a while, and there was a cafe. I'd get like uh, very cheap lunches at the cafe, and for less than two dollars, I'd get a grilled cheese with tomato and bacon, and that was like my go-to lunch there. Just absolutely incredible. Uh, how close are we to Jaden Reed uh, passing Aaron Jones? Most dynamic player. He's already there. He's already there. Jaden Reed has already passed Aaron Jones. Wow. This is, this is no shade Ooh. on Aaron Ooh. Jones whatsoever. Ooh. This is we've seen at this point what Jaden Reed can do. He is quick. He is fast. He's dynamic with the ball in his hands. Uh, I wouldn't put him there and prime Aaron Jones. Listen, this is not prime Aaron Jones anymore. Like he, he was, he looked very fast against the bears and maybe it's just the injuries he's been battling. I don't know, but he's like, even last year, I thought he's very slippery. Aaron Jones, very slippery, very smart player, tough to take down. Very, can find the holes, knows where he's going. He, he has not had that same burst for the past couple of years now. Like he's just, he's not that same dude that he used to be. He's still a very good player. I just don't think he's the dynamic weapon that we're used to seeing. And you just, you see Jaden Reed with the ball in his hands on end around. Aaron Jones is not that dude anymore. So I'm I, Aaron, right now. I will say Aaron Jones, better player. Aaron Jones, better player. You're asking most dynamic is J- Jaden Reed. And I don't think it's particularly close. Yeah. And I think if you disagree with me, you're just hanging on to tradition. I think you're just doing it because you want to disagree with me. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Steve's taking off his hat before he answers. <laughs> He's no, trying no, to see sir. if he can it's, quit it's, the podcast uh, right now. This is your your turn to answer next. Um, is it? I, 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 I'll I'm, give you the floor, Steve. I'll, I'll let you go. I'm <laughs> curious to see where you, you go with this one because – I mean, everybody was worried about me last week, but if you chime in and agree with Dusty, like I might, oh, yeah, this, oh, might, this, this, oh. this might go like full atomic how, atomic bombs. Though. How much will? Let me pull up Venmo. How much will it cost? <laughs> oh well, in that case, um, make sure to bleep this part out. But <laughs> so here's the thing: the the question asked if he's p- going to pass Aaron Jones. I don't think he's going to pass Aaron Jones right now. Do I think he has potential to be one of the premier playmakers on this team? Absolutely. Right now, if Aaron Jones is out, will he probably be the playmaker? Yeah. But <laughs> for the long term, I don't think he's going to pass Aaron Jones. I simply think that he's going to be another resource that the Packers can use in their arsenal. And I'm really, really excited about it. Uh, I think he looked great on Sunday. He's looked great in some other weeks. Of course, there are some you know youthful mistakes here and there, but he's showing a lot of promise that he could really be a star for the Packers, and that's exciting. But I just want to pump the brakes a little bit, um, but still see a lot of potential. I'm excited, but cautiously. And then for grilled cheese, agree with Dusty Bacon is always just an absolutely lovely addition to a good grilled cheese. But if we're talking specifically cheese, um, Gouda cheese and a grilled cheese adds this distinct flavor that is so good, especially if you combine it with like a creamier cheese, like Havarti or provolone. That combo Mm -hmm. really, really complements each other. And so I've done that before. I have Gouda, provolone, and then I throw some bacon on there. Absolutely superb. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Okay, I'm gonna have to do that. I'm gonna have to do that at some point <laughs> next week. That sounds amazing. See, so everybody listening, Sarah's answer is the answer for Jaden Reed and grilled cheeses. Dusty's answer is trash for all for all. So uh, look, okay. I, I love Jaden okay. Reed. I love Jaden Reed. He's great. He's played he's he's done well in like four games. Like, right? He's he's done well in like four games, and you're telling me he's better than Aaron Jones right now? Not better, not better. Okay, the question is most dynamic. When I think most dynamic, I think ball in his hands. You get him in space. If he's got the speed, he's got the quickness. Make a guy miss. Make a big play out of nothing. I'm not talking about best player. I'm saying he's it's most dynamic. I think, like I said, I think Aaron Jones is a better player. I think if you're looking for a guy in space to make a play, 
Jaden Reed has that crown over Aaron Jones. And again, not particularly close. Aaron Jones, better player, not, not more dynamic than Jaden Reed. Close. Not Correct. particularly close. Correct. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. You're dumb. You're dumb. That's fine. That's, I accept that. Yep. Yep. Good. I'm glad you do because uh, I appreciate the fact that you understand that I'm correct. So, uh, no, I just accept that you're dumb. I best don't, cheese I don't that. that needs to be on a grilled cheese. Sarah, I loved your answer. The only one that I would add on to as well is I love Munster cheese. That is one of my favorites. So do I. That's a great one. Yep. That's a good one to add into a grilled cheese. But like, like both of you said, Adding the extra stuff is always always makes grilled cheese better. Bacon, I'm not a fan of tomato at all, but do that or avocado and and throw that into a grilled cheese. Man, you're cooking with you're cooking with gas at that point. So, uh, all right, next question, Brian Hardstead. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. There's much to be thankful for in the Packer Nation. The growth of this young team gives us hope. Which Packers player do you feel has shown the most growth this year? And uh, <clears throat> Brian is channeling his inner joker and wants to cause chaos. So his food question is another starts it cut and it's potatoes and gravy, stuffing or and green bean casserole. So uh, we'll start with our resident joker with stupid ass ideas. Dusty, we'll go. (laughs) Thanks, Steve. Uh, Look, I won at something. Uh, I will say if we're looking at player from the beginning of the year to player to what he is now, I'll go Tucker Craft. Uh, Hopefully we're going to see more of that. Not Jaden Reed. Was that? (laughs) Said not Jaden Reed? No, I think he was good for him. He was more dynamic from Aaron Jones the second he stepped (laughs) in. Uh, Kraft was a guy I was really excited about, but rookie tight ends are, are kind of whatever. And he didn't get a whole lot of playing time. Uh, he, st- he started slowly getting more playing time. His head was swimming early. Like he looked lost. He didn't really know what he was doing half the time. He was missing blocks. The past couple of weeks, he's really come on. I think he had that big play this past week as a receiver, almost got in the end zone. Um, did, did the, uh, got the Lambo leap in, but, but I got called back as he stepped out of bounds. But I think his work as a blocker has been really good as well. I think he's improved on that front. We will see him more. So we'll see exactly how much improvement there is as he uh, plays more with Musgrave out, but I think he has looked much better over the past couple weeks than it was early. Uh, yeah, there's something wrong with this question, I think, because there's not a set on fire and throw off a cliff option, <laughs> which is stuffing, which is clearly stuffing is that option. Um, I'm going to start uh, potatoes and gravy. Uh, I'm going to sit green bean casserole and, yeah, cut stuffing. Come on, come on, come on. Yep, that sounds that sounds oh. about right. Sounds oh about boy, right. Um, and for me, it'd be Jaden Reed. We just talked about him, and and you know how how electric uh, he's been, but definitely been an exciting young player. And then I'm going to start potatoes and gravy. Feel like that's an easy choice for me. I that that's just in my opinion the best. I'm gonna sit green bean casserole and cut stuffing. Shouldn't be too surprising of an answer there. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. I think it's safe to say we've officially reached the holiday season, which is sure to bring a tremendous amount of love and joy and its usual holiday cheer. But let's be real. It's also going to come with in-laws, chaos, and a fair amount of stress and anxiety as well. We've all been there. The holidays are always enjoyable, don't get me wrong, but there are also those holiday moments that we all have to deal with, and we can all deal with them in very different ways. If you're feeling anxious or nervous, sad or stressed, just know those feelings are normal but also know that there are different ways that you can counteract those feelings. And for me, therapy has given me a beacon to look to in those difficult holiday moments. It's equipped me with the tools necessary to handle and manage a wide range of situations and a wide range of emotions. During therapy, I've learned positive ways to deal with negativity, and I've learned the skills necessary to handle all the curveballs that life likes to throw at us. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so incredibly flexible, and it's adaptable to your unique schedule. Find your bright spot this holiday season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Packaday to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Packaday. Hey there. I'm sure you've heard a ton about daily fantasy sports, but I'm here to tell you that you've never experienced anything quite like prize picks. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. Even more fun yet? 
Do you want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the Promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. I've had so much fun making Prize Picks a part of my daily fantasy sports routine. They cover all of my favorite sports, have a ton of variety and different options to choose from, and the player choices are immense. I even had a fun J.K. Scott selection the other day for the Chargers game. I recently had a big win on Saturday morning in a London game, and it just made the viewing experience so much more enjoyable. It's fun, it's exciting, it's easy, and there's a level of creativity and uniqueness about it that I really, really enjoy. So go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Um, and I'll take Dontavian Wicks. Like, I think he's shown out more than, than anybody that we thought would, especially in this wide receiver group, you know, coming in over Torrey, like, being able to perform in game is really big. So I, I really like what I've seen from him this year. And then the start sit cut. This one's really hard because I like all of these things equally. And I know you guys don't like stuffing, whatever you're stupid, but uh, a potatoes and gravy. That's just like the best. Like we all, I think we all agree on that one. Um and I think I'm I'm gonna go sit stuffing and then cut green bean casserole. So uh, it's a very very tough choice for me. Not as much for these two, but uh, so I had some internal struggles with that one. But next question we got is from Stefan Rasmussen. Do you agree with the decision not to go for two after the last touchdown? And food question: Has any have any of you tried the salty licorice? that is popular in Nordic countries. So, Sarah, I'll start with you on this one. Um, yeah, I think that I agree with the play call because it turned out just fine. Uh, Packers won the game, and in the end, it, it worked in their favor, and clearly it was the right call. So uh, I'm going to trust the staff on that one. And then I have not tried this, um, and I'm not sure if, if I would like it. I, I've read it. It's a little bitter and um, I'm not, you know, totally a fan of that, but I'd love to try it if, if I can uh, get my hands on that. Yeah, I, on the decision to go for two, I could go either way. I mean, the thought process for that, I understand on its face, where if you go for two, you're forcing them to score a touchdown to beat you. So they have to go the length of the field. They got to score a touchdown. You'd be up by four. The downside being if you miss, obviously, um, a field goal beats you, which the Packers <laughs> – Missed an extra point earlier that game. So the extra point is not a gimme there. The reason I don't like it, one of them is is somewhat superstition and one is based on like philosophy of coaches for the most part. The superstition one, it's not superstition, it's just it's history. Chargers field goal kickers have not had good luck. And so if I'm saying I, I don't think they're going to make a field goal, I don't think the Chargers field goal is going to, the team's going to make a field goal. So I'll go with that. The other thing is if you're up by four, the coach is more likely to be um, – aggressive because they have to be you'll often see once a team gets to the 30 and they're down by three they will run three plays and then kick a long field goal they're happy kicking a 47 yard field goal as opposed to trying to get a little closer um you'll see that with a lot of conservative teams i don't know if that's what the chargers would do whereas if you're up by four they're forced to gun it and with a guy like herbert and those weapons and i know that they drop some passes but i just i i i like the idea of almost just by the nature, forcing them to be a little more conservative and settling for a long field goal attempt as opposed to gunning for the end zone, especially with how many big plays the Packers almost gave up. So I am perfectly fine with uh, with the Packers not going for two there. And yeah, same as Sarah. I have not had the salty licorice. I would try it. I will say, as Sarah was kind of researching this for the show, she found there are multiple different kinds of this. There's what some, there's chewy, there's some that are crunchy, there's some there are that are... Uh, what kind of brittle. So listen, dude, if you've got a recommendation of stuff you would like for us to try, by all means, send it along. Like I would like to try some. I just don't know exactly what kind of try. Yeah. I mean, that that's, that's, a, that's our takeaway from this question of Stefan, if you've got stuff you want us to try, like let us know and then f- help us out as to how we can get it. Like, I think all of us are open on like food stuff of like wanting to try things. So, uh, I mean, a salty licorice? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued for sure. So I would love love to try some of that. 
another one we got from Ed Stack. Uh, he's <laughs> Ed is involved in in some gambling stuff, so he has some some prop questions that he wants to know what our takes are. He goes, "Will I win slash lose these prop bets? I bet the Packers will outscore the Lions in the second half. The Packers will have more passing yards than the Lions than the Lions have rushing yards." Love will throw more touchdowns than picks. And his food question, turkey is merely a tool, specifically the perfect gravy transport device. Agree. Um, I love it. I love all the phrasing of all that. Like that's, that's great. But Sarah, let's start with you. What are your, uh, what are your takes on some of his, his prop bets? Are these things that you think will happen? Will not happen? What do you think? Yeah. So uh, will the Packers outscore the Lions in the second half? I think so. I think that they actually could, but it's going to be because the Lions have a big first half lead and the Packers are trying to play catch up. And as we've seen, they often kind of get things together in the second half. Uh, Will the Packers have more passing yards than Lions have rushing yards? I'm going to say no, but I don't think it's by a lot. I think these two are, are pretty close. And then Love will throw more touchdown passes than picks. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to feel optimistic about this one. And then Turkey's merely a tool, specifically the perfect gravy gravy transport device. I don't agree with this. You know, there's been a lot of turkey hate online, a lot of turkey hate, and I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I love turkey. I've always loved turkey. And there's just been a lot of slander on my Twitter timeline about turkey, and I'm not going to stand for it. Turkey and gravy, spectacular. It's spectacular together. But to dumb it down to just a tool to transport gravy. That's wrong. It's wrong, Ed. I disagree. <laughs> Did you just call Ed dumb? You said to dumb no. it down. You said to dumb it down. Wow, you're calling Ed Is dumb. that calling what? him dumb? Did I say the words, Ed, you are dumb? No. <laughs> you just did. You just did. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just did. I will go for mine. Let's put an end to this tomfoolery. Uh, let's say for the prop bets, I will go. Yeah, Packers outscore Lions in the second half. Uh, same, same as Sarah. I'm going to say yes for the same reasons. Uh, Pack will have more passing yards and Lions have rushing yards. I think they will, um, and I think that goes hand in hand with the Packers outscoring. I think if they get, they get down, they're going to have to throw. I mean, you think of like a big rushing attack from the Lions. You're looking at. I think they went for like 215 against the Bears. Well, if the Packers have to gun it, I think Love's going for more than 215. So I'll go passing yards over rushing yards. And uh, Love throw more touchdown passes than picks. I want to say yes, but I already said yes on the first tone. I mix it up. So I could see this being like a like he goes two touchdowns, two interceptions, the last one like forcing forcing into trying to make something happen late in the game, something like that. So I'll go no on that one, I think. But I think he goes even. And then uh, Turkey, I mean, listen. I disagree with uh, turkey being the perfect gravy t- transport. I think mashed potatoes work better than that. You mix it in with the mashed potatoes. Like that's that's better. And my yeah, my thought, kind of the same as Sarah, I think if you believe that turkey is merely a tool for transporting gravy, to me that says you haven't had good turkey. I think go get a smoked turkey, dude. Get a smoked turkey. Try smoked turkey. Get a deep fried turkey. There are good turkeys out there. You don't have to live simply oven roasted turkey. And there are ways to do good oven roasted turkey, but I'll say before you say that, do a good smoked turkey. See if your mind changes. Uh, also, I, I have to note, I have not gotten a single message about anybody offering me up deep fried That's turkey a, yet. A failure of the listeners. Wow. Failure of the listeners. So I'm very upset. So again, if you are doing a deep fried turkey on Thanksgiving, please let me know so I can get some free stuff. <laughs> um, but I will say, um, Packers outscoring the Lions in the second half. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I don't. I think this is a boat race. Like the injuries that are going on with the Packers, I just don't see it happening. Uh, Packers will have more passing yards in the line of rushing yards. Um, yeah, I think the Packers will have more pu- more passing yards. And then I also, I think Love will throw more touchdowns and picks. I think those, those are all agree. And then, yeah, kind of like you guys said, like, I love turkey. I think turkey's great. It doesn't need it doesn't need uh, gravy specifically, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I I always love Thanksgiving because I feel like you get the perfect the perfect bite of getting like some vegetables, some mashed potatoes, some turkey, some gravy, all of it together at once. 
Like that's the, that's the perfect thing. Like it's not just gravy doesn't belong specifically on Turkey. So, all right, we got one more question. Um, Matt Pickett wants to know what is a Packers related thing that you are thankful for and food. What is a food that is not commonly seen on Thanksgiving tables, but should be. So Dusty, uh, tell us, what are you thankful for this, uh, this Thanksgiving? I'm thankful for the fact that they exist and I get to watch them and talk with them and talk (laughs) about them and all the people I've met through there. I mean, that gives me an excuse to, uh, I get to hang out with, with two of my brothers and a good friend every week and we watch the game. I mean, we miss a couple weeks here and there, but for the most part, every single week. And if I take a trip out of town, it's generally with those dudes to go up to see a game in green Bay. That stuff doesn't happen with the Packers. That's, that's once a week I get a chance. And then even off season during the week, there's, there's always a group chat we got going around about something or other Packers related. So the, 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 I love football. I love watching the Packers, but the relationships and the excuses to see people there. Um, I, I absolutely love that. I mean, and talking to you guys here, I mean, we've been talking Packers. We are, I, I consider us good friends, Steve. I don't know how you consider us at this point. Uh, but I like you, guys. You're all right. You're I mean, right. the fact that we've we've been doing this for a while, and I know you guys through the Packers. Um, there are people outside of this I know from the Packers. I've met so many awesome people just just because of this team, and the fact that I enjoy watching them, and other people also enjoy watching them. So I think that's I think it's amazing. So I'm I'm thankful for all of the people in my life, um, not solely due to the Packers, but, but them using the Packers as a conduit. Uh, I'm very thankful for, I'm, I will say that's Packers related. And then, uh, a food that's not commonly seen on Thanksgiving tables, but should be pulled pork, man. Listen, if ham gets a seat at the table, pulled pork gets a seat at the table, throw that you're, you're already, you're already carving the Turkey. You already got the tur- Turkey into kind of these you know, little bits kind of gets torn off at certain places, places anyway, throw pulled pork in there. Give me, give May me ask- just a pan of pulled pork. Pulled pork. Do you have like those little like the bear claws? The bear claws. Do you yeah. do that with? Would you do that then with the turkey as well? I I would not, but you could because it's harder because you got to get around the bones and stuff. Okay, I'm just curious. Dusty, may I ask, how would you season or flavor your pulled pork? Like, would it be barbecue style moho pork? Like, what are what are you talking? I about? love I love a good dry rub. So I'll go. I usually like like a dry like a Cajun dry rub is the way I'll go with that. Cause I love, I, if there's like a Cajun Turkey, I love a Cajun Turkey anyway. So I'll do like a Cajun dry rub on that. That's, that's probably the way I would go. Sarah, what about you? Thank you. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, Dusty covered part of this, but Packers related thing I'm thankful for. I mean, it's an easy answer, but it's this podcast. Uh, this is certainly a highlight of my week every week. And, We've been doing it for a long time now. And like Dusty said, like, I feel like I, you know, people probably think, oh, yeah, they're pretty close. But I I feel like you guys are two people I'm very close with. I talk to you more than most people in my life, honestly, which is kind of crazy to think about. And over the years, we've made really great memories. We've also met so many people through this. You know, we've had people send us foreign candy or Oreos in the mail. And, you know, we've had people on who have then gone on and started their own podcasts. And it's been just a really cool thing to be a part of, you know, as busy as my life can get and stressful. This is something that I always make time for because it makes my day better. It makes my week better. And even when I, you know, today, for example, when we're recording this, I had a late night at the office trying to get things done before the holiday. And I could have probably said, hey, I'm going to sit this one out, but I knew it would put me in a better mood, and it did. Um, so it, it's, it's the Thanksgiving episode. You can't skip this yeah, one. It's the Thanksgiving <laughs> episode. I knew that as well. Um, so I'm definitely just thankful for, for the joy and just kind of it, – it's an outlet to just have fun and, and not take things too seriously, and, and that's great for, for so many reasons. And then – What's a food that's not commonly seen on Thanksgiving tables but should be? Um, I'm going empanadas here. So my family is Peruvian, my mom's side of the family. So I'm 50% Peruvian, which is a shock to a lot of people. But when your dad is from Wisconsin, this is the result. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So mom's side of the family is Peruvian. 
And when my grandmother um, on that side of the family comes over, my Lita, we call her because when we were little, we couldn't say Abulita all the way. So we just shortened it and it's stuck over the years. Um, there have been many years where whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, whatever holiday gathering, she will make homemade empanadas and we either have them as like an appetizer or just as part of the meal. And they're spectacular. Um, so, you know, you can do beef, pork, chicken, whatever you like, but it is 10 out of 10. Dude, that's can I come over for Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to make the drive or fly down, you're always welcome. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, Sarah, I mean, you, it's, uh, as per usual, you stole my answer, but um, sorry, no, not at all. This one, this one comes from the heart and is just that to me, it's this podcast, like, this has been so much more than I ever could have expected this thing to be like answering a, a random ass tweet from Andy Herman, a dude I had never met on Twitter and being like, Hey, I want to start this Packers podcast. And I want it to be every single day of the year. And I was like, Oh, that sounds cool. That could be fun for a little while. And then magically it turns into this where I get to talk to you two every single week. And you know, as much Jack Assery as I bring to this, um, like the fact that I Thank can you. talk to the talk to both of you guys, like about my life, about my kids, about yeah, the Packers as well. Like I think that's the one thing that I that probably surprise people the most is I don't know if we talk about the Packers the most out of everything. Like you know, we talk about life, we talk about everything else that's going on. So. Um, for that, I'm unbelievably thankful. Like it's, it's provided such an outlet for me. It's provided so much fun and just joy for the last like four years. And it's been, it's been a pretty amazing thing. So, um, for that, I'm unbelievably thankful. And then food that's not commonly seen on Thanksgiving tables that should be, I, I mean, I don't really have one and I think this one's decently seen on on Thanksgiving tables, but hey, macaroni and cheese, like a good homemade mac and cheese, should be more included in Thanksgivings. I feel like so um, that would be my answer. But uh, with that being said, guys, it is time to cause chaos. Let's Sarah, go. Sarah, this, this episode's been so calm. So far, oh, it's, yeah, it's time, sure. it's time for to cause sure. more chaos. Yeah, I for, love how you introduced that. Like, we've just had such a boring, fine, uneventful conversation. <laughs> extra, extra chaos, extra <laughs> chaos. But uh, Sarah is gonna, Sarah will send this one out. She she sent us a build your Thanksgiving plate for $15. And Dusty and I, in true fashion, we're both like, this one sucks, Sarah. Find this another terrible. one. Find a better this one. one. It was bad. Garbage. It was bad. So but we were right to, to say it, Steve. It was. We it was, right a, it was a bad it. one. It was yeah, a bad was one. Bad. Uh, but I just took the one, one that had the most engagement. So, but <laughs> well, it's probably because it was bad. <laughs> that's probably because yeah. it was stupid. Was uh, so but we now have uh, build your Thanksgiving plate for which I found. Bucks. Let's let, let's give me you some did. credit. You I did. found another one, and it was Good better. Job. Good Thank job you. searching the internet and coming Thank up you. with a better idea. Really than hard. The, the so random hard. ass first one. You're like, oh, here's the first one. We'll just go with that. I didn't even look at it. Got her voice, too. Got her <laughs> voice, too. Good job. Damn it. Oh, well, I mean, I heard you do my voice like two weeks ago, and it was horrible. So <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It could nah, you weren't you were not angry enough. Clearly, after last week, we've you were not seen angry what's enough. happened to that. Yeah, I need to step it up. Yeah, Dusty, did anyone message you and ask if you were okay after not that episode? Because otherwise, it person, wasn't good frankly, enough. Frankly, I'm hurt. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Without further ado. Anyway, Sarah will tweet out this one so we can uh, get everybody else's answers. But it's a uh, it's a build your own Thanksgiving. So we got the five dollars are turkey, ham, and pumpkin pie. Four dollars are stuffing, mashed potatoes, and rolls. Three dollars is mac and cheese, sweet potatoes, green bean casserole. Uh, Two dollars is cranberry sauce, gravy, and cornbread. And one dollar is corn pecan pie and Brussels sprouts. So, uh, Dusty and I will both argue that gravy should be included in mashed potatoes. Yeah. That is our hill to die on. But it is a it is included as a two dollar item. So you have fifteen dollars to build your plate. 
Sarah, you are the one that brought this to us, so we're going to start with you. Yeah, I'm actually going to take one thing from each row, and that perfectly adds up to $15 and kind of made things easy for me. So, um, you know, draft pick, first round, first pick of the first round, I'm spending my $5 and I'm getting turkey. This should be no surprise after the rant I just went on about seven or eight minutes ago about how turkey is being hated on too much. So that's $5 right there. Next line, $4, I'm going mashed potatoes. Again, I feel like we're just tying the episode in. I, I started mashed potatoes and gravy because it's just an electric combo. Um, three, I'm going mac and cheese. Uh, to Steve's point, I absolutely love mac and cheese. My brother actually makes a tremendous homemade mac and cheese baked with breadcrumbs, all the good stuff on it. Um, and he is making it again this year. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, and then two, I'm going gravy because I need gravy on the mashed potatoes and the turkey. And honestly, gravy is just delicious. Um, and then last one, I'm going corn. Um, I will throw corn on the plate, especially with gravy. You can put the gravy on top of that. It, it's really good too. So I thought that makes it easy. Spends my $15 well. Um, as you can see, there's not a single green or vegetable on that plate. <laughs> and I'm pretty happy with that. No desserts either though, Did you say corn? Yeah, but corn's a corn, starchy corn's a vegetable. vegetable. It's uh... <laughs> corn's not a vegetable. Well, it, it walks the line, you know. Okay, when Flo- okay, Florida, whatever you say. Okay, but the, I'm talking corn with butter and salt and pepper and all this it's other still stuff. A vegetable. I can't stop. I'm just more fetish. She doesn't have a single dessert. You could have got. You could have gotten rid of the no vegetables and then also still spend the fifteen dollars by subbing pecan pie for corn. I don't like pecan pie. Ugh. Well, I think yeah. corn's a vegetable, and here we are. <laughs> what do you mean you think corn's a vegetable? <laughs> it's a vegetable. What is wrong with you two? But it's not a green. It's not like a healthy oh, vegetable. Okay. <laughs> it's not a healthy vegetable. Yeah, it's All right. I will go. Um, I, honestly, part of me just want to take the first row and be done with it. Uh, turkey, ham, pumpkin pie. I just want to do that, and then we're done. Can you imagine um, that's what's that on your been. plate? <laughs> Yeah, that's usually what's on my plate. I, like, I, I definitely can imagine Dustin being like, yep, this is it. No care. Yeah. No care. Well, I'll see you guys in a couple hours. I'm going back in my room. Could you um, imagine if this was real life and this is what you had to do and then argue with your family about this? Like this while, while eating and Dusty has got turkey, ham, and pumpkin pie. Yeah, and I'm the happiest man at the gallery. I would pay, what's your point? I would pay to watch that. That would be amazing. All right, so here's what I've got. Uh, I did go, I had some tough choices to make. I went two on the top row. I am getting rid of, after talking about ham, which I do still agree, that or talking about turkey, good turkey is good. Uh, I'm going to get rid of turkey. I'm going to go ham, ham and pumpkin pie off the $5 row because I simply cannot imagine a Thanksgiving without pumpkin pie. And if I have to pick between turkey and ham, I'm going to go ham. So I'm going ham, pumpkin pie, mashed potatoes, big mashed potatoes guy. I'm going to go with the mashed potatoes. I wanted to go mac and cheese. I want to fit room for mac and cheese. My family is a big mac and cheese family. I simply could not do it. If you do like the mac and cheese with like some beer cheese, sprinkle some bacon on top. Oh, it's so good. But I couldn't do that. So I'm going ham, pumpkin pie, mashed potatoes. And lastly, I'm going the vegetable, the vegetable corn. Um, Now, if I could have the gravy with the mashed potatoes, which as we all agreed, as me and Steve agreed, as Sarah does not agree, should be included should be if it's not i just mix the corn in with mashed potatoes and i still get a good mix in there and i'm fine that's so good that's yeah. so good like yeah. the kfc it's like a kfc bulba with turkey <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's <laughs> listen it's amazing that's where i'm going i'm going to ham pumpkin pie mashed potatoes corn i like it i like it uh all right i'm going a little different than you guys and you will be shocked i am actually not taking stuffing in this this mix. <gasps> He's seen the light, Sarah. Oh, He's seen the light. no, no, no. This is like him getting mad at me for not picking goldfish. Oh he, he slams the table for stuffing all year you round. You don't understand. Stuffing's so good. Roll, roll. I'm mad about stuff. Roll, roll, well, roll. I, I am given the choice. Basically, right now, like I feel like I'm given the choice between mashed potatoes and stuffing. With only $15, Like those are my two choices. And mashed potatoes way that's way more my favorite especially with turkey um and so what i decided to do is so i'm gonna go turkey mashed potatoes mac and cheese and then green bean casserole so that's that, actually a, an elite okay. lineup that's, a solid, that, yeah. that's an elite lineup 
Listen, that I'm not is... happy that you're not getting the stuffing. It flies in the face of everything you've been saying for like three years now. Dude, I, lo- I love plate. stuffing. I, I absolutely love stuffing. I will not be getting it this year. Uh, well, I'll be getting some, but uh, I will not be getting the bird stuffing this year, which I'm very disappointed about. But, um, I, you know, I'll make do. I'll make do. And um, But, yeah, like that, that my, my thought process was – Outside of getting stuffing, then I'll throw in the green bean casserole because that is that is one of my favorite like underrated Those crispy onions on top things. and everything. Oh, oh yeah, my gosh. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So um, that will be my that will be my dish. Um, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't as bad as I thought. We didn't argue as much as I thought we would on this one. Um, the stuffing thing seems unforgivable, but I can't argue with your logic. I, that's the thing. Is like I get yeah. it. Yeah. Or, or like I'm upset about it, but at the same time I agree because it's mashed a, it's, potatoes it's are good better decision than making process. Yeah, I agree with the decision making. If it was you, Steve, if if the stuffing was like two bucks, okay, that that would, then I would I would have done it for sure. The but stuffing should be worth a dollar. <laughs> you sh- you should you get should money back. pay me to eat the stuffing. If that you get stuffing, bad. you get two dollars back to pick something else. That's how this should work. I also just you know we, we've there talked about is. stuffing a lot, but just. The word stuffing is not an appetizing okay. thing. I wasn't going to bring this up, but Steve said I don't get the bird kind. Like, oh, so I don't get the stuff I have to pull out of the bird's cavity. That's bread. I'm pulling bread out of out of the, the, the bird's the, ass. Yeah, the bird's <laughs> ass. Like, I'm, I'm not. I don't get to eat that stuffing. Oh, woe is me. Oh, that's Dude, too bad. all the juices flow through the God, bird listen into to the yourself. It's delicious. Listen to yourself. It is delicious. Mm. Delicious! You guys are idiots. I'm sorry, you're wrong. idiots. I'm sorry, you're so wrong on this. But I'm very thankful for doing this podcast with you. <laughs> yeah, I love how we did Morons. that first. We're, we're like on the on the brink of tears. We're like, oh, I, I love you guys so much, and you, yeah, your food takes are terrible. That's so I can't awful. believe I have to talk to you about food. I can't believe this. I can't Big believe this. Dumb dummy. <laughs> but I love you anyway. <laughs> 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 all right uh let's let's finish this thing up with a couple of closing thoughts uh dusty tell us what uh you know articles videos what what do you got going on got my stuff short week and so uh not quite as much as usual but uh packers playbooks up on cheesehead tv right now and we talked that's uh, so me and john coon sitting uh down on the uh, cheesehead youtube channel talked about four plays this week and it was all it was all Jaden Reed, the most dynamic player on the Packers, uh, says I. Uh, so we looked at uh, the end arounds, the touchdown, and then uh, one of the other end arounds, and then how the threat of an end around uh, kind of got the defense out of position for an inside run, and then we finished it off with the Dobbs touchdown. Uh, I kind of talked about the formation and and what they did as far as no huddle to get up there and everything. So it was a very interesting conversation. That's over on Cheesehead TV's YouTube. Uh, on Cheesehead TV is up today. Short week. It's usually up on Wednesdays. Actually, it's up yesterday, I guess. I looked at the passing game and then broke down four plays. I kind of broke it up into two sets. So it's like the first play in each set is what set up the second play. Uh, So that was really fun. Uh, So that's up over on Cheesehead TV now. And then over on my YouTube channel, I did one video this week that is – so after the Watson touchdown, I think LaFleur said after the game, the tight end, that was not in the play. The the Watson touchdown was not in the game plan that week. That was one that during the game, the tight end coach, I think, came up with that and said, based on what they're giving, I think this would work. And so they put that play in on the fly, ran it. That was a Watson touchdown. So went through to try to find what play that probably was that gave them the information that they thought they needed to do that. And so I found the play from earlier uh, that – I mean, the play itself is like a, a little two yard out to Jaden Reed on a third down, uh, but you can see how the defense moves off of that motion. So I look at that earlier play and kind of how that set up the Watson touchdown. So that's up now as well. That was a lot of fun to try to dig into there. I got nothing. I don't have any <laughs> stories or anything coming out, but just want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. You know, I already expressed my thanks for this podcast and, and Dusty and Steve, but just thanks to everybody who's always listening. You know, we've, I feel like this season we we received a lot of just really kind comments and uh, from new and old listeners of the show, which is awesome to see. Uh, so thank you, everybody. Hope you enjoy the time off and um, get to spend some good time with people you care about. Yeah, just um, enjoy enjoy the game. Like enjoy Thanksgiving, like with your family, your friends, whatever you're doing. But the Packers are playing on Thanksgiving. That's fun and like that's enjoyable. Like get, enjoy that as much as humanly possible. Um, 
Try not to let it ruin your Thanksgiving. If they do get boat raced, like that could happen. That's a realistic possibility, but um, enjoy the game. Like enjoy the time, enjoy the food, just uh, appreciate where you are with your, your friends, your family, whatever, whoever you're with. So thank you guys for listening. We, we absolutely love it. Um, make sure you're following us on Twitter. That's at Dusty Evely at Sarah Keller for at Steve Perhatch and at Packet a podcast. Uh, we will be back next week talking some more Packers football. Uh, thank you again. Happy Thanksgiving. And as always, go Pack Go!